Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, welcome to Halfway Fantasy Podcast, episode 10. I'm your host, Peter, joined this week by a very special guest from the Fantasy Football Weekly Podcast. Gunnar, how you doing? Hello, Peter. I'm doing very well. How are you? Yeah, seamless. Uh, people wouldn't notice it's our second attempt. Ten minutes lost in the previous podcast. <laughs> right. So, before we get into it, I'll ask you for the second time, what got you into fantasy Scottish football? So, um, like I said, I work in an Irish bar. I manage an Irish bar. And um, we have, over the past years, always had a um, FPL league. And uh, John, who works with me as well, um, we made him play the FPL uh, game last season and this season as well, he, he, he said, you know what, if I'm going to have to play FPL again, you're going to have to play the Scottish game. And um, I wasn't going to just roll over, you know, so here I am playing the Scottish fantasy football game as well. Doing pretty well, I think, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> uh, Thank you. <laughs> well... This is not, I'm, for that listeners, this totally knocked me off my stride because we talked for 10 minutes and now I can't remember what we discussed. I feel like you're going to over the same stuff. Anyway, we'll, 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 don't worry about it later on. Housekeeping. Two weeks left before window shut, trans window shuts down, right? So that's when we will shut our fantasy league. So the fantasy league code is OUMCH4. So that's OUMCH4. And then once the trans window shuts, we will shut that league over. And what's in it? This is in it. And that's it. And that's the end of the season. I'm good to that. We had general chit chat with fantasy. I've asked before, I keep saying this, people know this, that's again. There's no other fantasy love with you at all. It's just the fantasy football. FPL is your first fantasy love. Exactly, yeah. So um, I've basically replaced lots of hours of video gaming with playing fantasy games, you know. So I'm, I'm playing the FPL game and the Scottish fantasy game as well. And, well, I'm playing a lot of football manager as well. So maybe, maybe we should add that. So my actual set of days, this is my day off today, and all done was a, had a haircut. You can see I'm looking pretty pretty light on top. Sharp, yeah, sharp. And uh, <laughs> once the kids went to school, I spent, I think, four hours playing fantasy football manager. I, I get quite bored with the general setup, and I like having my own edited leagues. So I think right. I've, I've stuck all the Scottish teams into the English setup, and I went for there. So four seasons in, Celtics in the Premier League, Celtic manager, Celtic fan, and last year narrowly lost out in the Premiership, Liverpool, who've won it five times in the bounce. Because my squad wasn't strong enough, just near the end, 
if people were saying I was dropping daft points. So this year I'm doing it again. I've actually signed Leo Messi on a free transfer, but he's 36 years old. But it was just for the whole point of having Leo Messi playing for Celtic. I was like, great. He came off the bench. And once we finish this podcast, I'll have my dinner, I'll go back in here for a couple of hours. I'll be sitting there listening to podcasts and tinkering away, trying to get my team in. And I suppose that's, I've been playing football for, for football manager, sorry, since it was chat manager back in the day. I've played it for that long. I just love that game. I've sunk so many hours at it. It's unreal. Surprised I'm not divorced. Yeah, that's true. So I, 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 after school, when I finished school, I moved uh, to England for a couple of years. And uh, that's when I first discovered Football Manager. I think it was like 2010 or something. And I've never looked back. So uh, I love Football Manager. At the minute now, I'm, I'm on a bit of a hiatus from it. Uh, I've played about 12 seasons with a third division Spanish club, uh, Real Murcia, where one of my Ooh, other man. workmates... <laughs> One of my other workmates, he's he's Spanish. He's from Murcia, and I was looking for a new team. And you know, like that's a connection there. I'm gonna I'm gonna take them, you know. And um, I'm I've been meaning to start a save in the Scottish leagues as well, but I haven't picked a team yet. And <laughs> I'm, I'm still holding out. You know, I don't want to commit yet. Uh, who who I'm gonna support as well? You know, so yeah notice that your list isn't tender hooks for this one you don't like the same team in league that's right you don't like the same team winning all the time so that that's the thing yeah so um i don't know i'm i'm I'm... so we've just changed our logo for the for the podcast and i've noticed it's very similar colors to the kilmarnock colors so yeah i might be swinging that way yeah two years too late with kilmarnock under (laughs) <laughs> and the fact that we're on top though. See what I'm going to Scottish save? It's pretty boring because the league's so small and you play AC teams week in, week out. Yeah. I always look for an edit that if they expand the league, maybe just a two rather than four leagues, a two, 18, 20, that it's so much more not interesting, it's it's less repetitive. Yeah, I get it. Been playing the same teams four times a year and it's like and you fly for it. And plus I think if you go Celtic or Rangers, I suppose any decent player you get any decent player, you get a season in them and it's like, they're out, out, the, out of the club because they want, they want to go and the money's too good to board to accept it and it's really hard to, I suppose it's probably a lot of real life, it must be hard to maintain and keep the, the club going forward when any prize asset you get, somebody's coming money, the club wants to, the player wants to go as well. Oh, definitely. Uh, I don't know if that's what's maybe going on at the minute with uh, Odson Edward, you know, he didn't play at the weekend. My worst fears is this, yep. Hmm? That's my worst fears. I think exactly what's going on is that. Yeah, I think the official like voices around was like he, he was just being arrested, but I don't know, you know. Yeah, well, see when you get Lennon saying, oh, he's a knock, he's fatigued. I don't know when he's back. And he's, I know he doesn't really always tell truth to, to the press, but he's way of saying it. I'm thinking, he's something more to this. That's just me. That's just me. That's just a paranoid Celtic fan, but... Right, so I'll go to the league, our leagues, and then we'll go back into the actual proper fantasy talk. So in our league that you're in, and you've already told me before, uh, it's foolish you didn't take me. You're sitting 13th, Gunnar. That's correct, yeah. Not too bad. Uh, in our league, we're sitting first as Wolftone. In fact, I need to get into the league, actually. And he's sitting on, he's at 24 points, 4-6-4-0 four, 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 in. And second is he's no finished. 28 points, 4-4-9-0 four, four, in. And third is Conquering Lines, 25 points, and 448 on. So, as you can see, not very high game weeks going points. But 
sitting pretty top. The average for the score the week was 26 points. And I'm afraid to say that I got 17 points this week, but I took an eight-point hit, so I returned nine points. That's my, I think that is, as I said to Swanee, actually off pod, I think it's my worst return in any sort of football game I've ever played is nine points. And it's more than doing with double transfers, trying to be aggressive. That's what I get for listening to you and your podcast, but aggressive transfers. I'm like, I'll listen to him, he knows what he's talking about. Nine points returned. So we'll go with your team first. What did, what did you return and talk us through your team? So um, I've returned. So I took a, a minus eight hit as well this week. And um, so I had 45 points overall. And then, like I said, a minus eight point hit. So that left me with 37 points for the week. Above average. So I'm going to take it. And like you say, a very low score in a week. Uh, I know John uh, from our podcast, he took a minus 12 hit this week. <laughs> I think he's he had only 15 points left there in the end, you know. <laughs> So yeah, like you say, being aggressive may be okay, but uh, yeah, it didn't really work for me this week uh, either. So I took out Boyle because I didn't, I just didn't fancy him anymore. You know, I got a return last week and I said to John, I said, yeah, I'm going to take my points and run. Two assists from him and I got one assist from Kent. Uh, basically, yeah. Is that how you replaced like, him up? Was it Kent for Boyle? Was that the replacement? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I seen the team sheets before. Uh, the deadline 10 minutes before and I seen that Edward wasn't playing so I brought in a jetty and vice captain him as well captain blank though Duffy I was the same same Duffy but I'll talk through the team quickly Carson and goals for seven points return you see just I didn't expect that but sometimes this happens your defense pretty much blank to patch with Frimpong at the two points for playing Hedges one Kent four for an assist Kiltley with a goal Burke with an assist Kambamba with a goal and a jet with two goals so I think, considering the actual state of the game week point-wise, you've done pretty well. You can't kind of complain about that. Nah, I just should have not like taken another hit. It just wasn't necessary, to be honest. Was this, was, who, was, who was the second hit you took? Yeah, uh, so, I brought in Kabam, so I brought in Kabamba for uh, Billy Mackay because he was flagged injured. Then I'd done the Ajeti, uh, the Edward to Ajeti transfer, and then I took out Boyle for Kent, and that just wasn't needed. So the Boyle to Kent was one it. Screwed over basically, that was the extra one, right? Well, yeah. mine McLaughlin goals, no returns. Duffy captain after he's great, nothing. But my Duffy transfer is more about actually, he's in now. I'm not getting rid of him, I think. Mm-hmm. We'll talk later, I suppose. I am, I was, I was slept on certain transfers and certain players, and I've now said, right, I'm going to have certain players in and just set and forget, and that is it. I'm just going to go leave him there. Duffy's won him. He's up on loan for, for Brighton. Big transfer fee, loan fee, big wages. He's going to play every week if he's fit. There's no way he's getting dropped. I'm just going to leave him in that team. Maybe I was foolish to captain him. That was my own fault. We'll not do that very often going forward. I was a bit blasé with that. I'll leave that one. But he's in there for now. Barisic, obviously, because the Rangers. Doig, two each. McNamara. I don't know if my point. I've been talking about McNamara for weeks. I quite like this. McNamara, the boy facing Johnson. And he returned once for me about my clean sheet. I'm trying to think. I don't want to go completely spend all money in defence. I want to get uh, Tavnir in at some point. That's probably my biggest mistake I made to start the podcast was not having Tavnir in. I thought I was I thought I was been fl- uh, flying smart getting Balogun in at a low transfer fee, but he's injury prone, and it's really backfired. He's out of the team now. 
Because watch it, he'll start playing next week. Watch this, I know. But I want to get having in long term. In midfield, Elanusu, who I'm going to get short as well, because I don't think in this 3 5 2 formation he's going to get much game time. He's probably going to play more often in Europe. Kelty, I brought in this week, so I suppose that was justified. My my hit was him coming in. McCrory, nothing. Campbell, three points. Nisbet, and I'll be caught front. Two points each, so I pretty much got what I deserved, <laughs> as you can see with the game week. I'm getting slaughtered online with my wee group chat. People are what we have got the same points, but it's for the long term gain. I think I'm, I've got two more weeks, I think, of transfers I want to get in. Then after that, I'm going to be quite, pretty content with what I've got. Bar injury. Yourself, sports going forward? Any transfers, changes, thinking going forward next week? So I'm similar to you. I've not had Tavernier yet in my team. Uh, I'm, I have Barisic and Golson, I suppose, for the clean sheets. But yeah, Tavernier, uh, he, he, he's on penalties, I think. And like he, he plays so far forward that yeah, I'm definitely going to replace. Golson with Tavernier probably this week because he's already six million and his his price is probably only gonna rise. So yeah, barring any injuries like you say, Golson to Tavernier and then he's gonna set it like I'm gonna set it, forget him. And Duffy as well, like you say, Barisic is probably another one. And then I said it on our podcast as well. I, I probably wanna go away from the double Celtic defense. So at the minute I have Duffy and Frimpong. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't, so I like I can see Celtic scoring five goals, but they'll, they'll win the game five-one, you know. Whereas I see I see Rangers maybe wanting them clean sheets now with them having already kept so many, etc. You know. The way I look at it, Celtic were more forward thinking. Because you did it back, Rangers will get a lot of one nils because Rangers. Yeah. It's the way Gerard sets up with the two hold midfielders. He always sets up. Swanee will talk about it. He'll, he'll greet about it because he hates the whole defensive aspect of it. But it does make for a lot more clean sheets. Maybe just not a lot going forward. The only thing I would say with Frank, it was with Tavernier. Maybe not this week. Played Motherwell away from home. They looked decent. Maybe a week after. But again, you said yourself, the money's gone up. If Tavernier gets an assist again, it's only going to flap even more. But I would... I've already made my subs already. I took Elanousi and this bit out. I've done it. And I brought in a jetty, like yourself, up front. So I've got Edward and a jetty up front. And I brought in cheap... Hamill midfielder Callahan, so that next week I can get Tavernier. That's my whole point. That's my thought. My thinking was I want to get in, he's in. Get rid of Elanusi, save some money, and next week I'll be able to get in Tavernier, and that's me got my defence set that I don't want to touch again at the end of the season, basically. Again, barn injury. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. I'm looking at your team right now, and you've got Edward and Ajeti there. That's very top heavy. But then again, like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking at Ryan Christie in midfield. See the Ryan Christie. Ryan Christie hasn't the eyes test hasn't played very well, but he's assisted all the time. He's like he's a strange one to watch compared to what he was like last year. He was like, oh, he was a great player to watch. He was, he was everywhere, box to box, and he's been a bit. Stop start, but the it seems to be like he always gets the last throw the ball in at seven. You're like, ah, oh, you're so frustrating for the game aspect. I'm glad he's doing it for Celtic as a fan, but I watch him and go, he's not worth getting in. And then he has two assists in one week, and I'm like, well, get him in. And Lennon does like him, so he's probably going to play more games than not. 
If you look yeah, at that's a big part for me. You know, Lennon does like him, so he's probably one of the first names on the team sheet. You see, even when they play no strikers, like Ryan Christie is playing in there. You know, so don't get I me think started. Lennon, Lennon, <laughs> Len- <laughs> but like Lennon, like him, that's a big part for me. Like he's gonna play every week. You know, he was probably rested the one game there in a the double game week, but. Yeah, that, that, that's a big part, point for me, you know. Like, like you say, you, you gypped Elianissi this week because he needed to go. Then you've got Turnbull there. Like, yeah, He's gone know, as well. He like last week. Turnbull's mm-hmm. gone as well. So my free sale was a Duffy, Edwin Ajeta. You said top heavy. I, I, I just don't know. I mean, do I put McGregor in midfield? He's a lot of I think it's definitely guaranteed the game. I mean, nobody else is guaranteed football for Celtic. And I'm, I'll score Lennon did say after the game about Eduardo Jetty, they've not played together yet. That's the forward plan to get them playing together. And I'm thinking he wants them up front together. And I'd like to see, hopefully, they don't say Eduardo and we get two up front and maybe see some goals. But I suppose just every week I'm just going to just watch and see what's happening. Who's your third, who's your third striker? Who have you got up front? So I have Jetty, Kabamba, and then Obika on the bench. So same as me, Obika. But Kabamba's your kind of second striker. Where he's pretty. He's a is he the high school striker outside Dolphin? Is that the that's right? Isn't it? He's a high school Ooh. high point return. Or in this bit? That is a very good up? question. I, we should we should probably. I shouldn't ask these questions for the status back up. Should that say I do this all the time? Some ask me to go have them, but it's start to back it up. It's all... Yeah, Nisbet on thirty three points. Edward twenty eight. Then you got Deutsch twenty seven, tied with Kabamba. I mean, he's also tied tied with Ross Stewart, but Ross Stewart is like point like one point two million more expensive. Huh? And on a place that team is quite defensive. I don't think he's going to get the same chances to return. Right, you ready to move on to the results? Going on, you want any more you want to talk about team wise? Nah, I after, think that's great. Right, the results for the game week was Celtic three, Livingston two. So the goals were for Celtic: McGregor, Christie, Ajeti, and the assists were Ajeti, Taylor, and Christie. Goals for Lovey were Holt and Serrano, and assist from Holt. Do you see any of the game highlights, full thing at all? So I'm just pulling up the results here as well. Um, so I watched the uh, Celtic game. What else did I watch? I watched the Rangers game on Sunday, the Aberdeen game. And I think I've only watched highlights of the other ones because I don't know if I should say this, but I couldn't find a stream. Online, allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, exactly. I'm the same. I watched Celtic game live the other two on Sunday, and the rest of them was just watching highlights. I've just I've done the same as you. I just watched it where I could see. But the Celtic yep. game, I mean, if you want me to start, because I was the Celtic fan here, uh, it was a strange game to watch. I turned up with one 0 down because I was traveling my caravan. So I was, oh, here we go. Then what I saw, we played pretty well. To be three one up, took the eye off the ball a wee bit. Serrano's going absolutely belted at a goal. Like, I don't think he was going to stop. And I think 3-2 actually flattered Livingston, but that's just the smart take on it. Yeah, I agree. I think one was a penalty. The other one was a wonder goal. You know, the, um, I think the, the result was the right one. Celtic winning the game. And like you say, um, should probably either won by more or not let Levy score two. The flattering scoreline for them. The only thing game was, again, it was more rotation by Lennon and he made a comment before the game about keeping players motivated and I'm sitting going motivated for a 10-0 season, motivated and I think he's got a big enough, I think he's got too big a squad that he's think he's got to take players to get him game time, I think that's what's going to be. 
And what I did listening to a podcast was probably that's it rings true is maybe it's not a bad thing if we're in living in a COVID era that it could happen to any team at any point. And if you've stuck with the same 12, 13 players week in, week out, and you get an outbreak and you lost three of the players, you're bringing two or three guys out the cold who haven't kicked the ball all season. Maybe his way of thinking is they're all ticking over and they can bring him in. I understand what you're saying, especially with like Clamala or whatever. You don't know what's what's like going on with Edward. But if he wants to play through up top, I think... I'm not saying he's great, but he's a decent player to come off the bench. I said it to John last week on our podcast as well. If if a Jetty isn't fit yet, I mean, start him for 60 minutes and 60 minutes and bring Klamala on, and he can do the the running for the for the last 30 minutes. He's definitely definitely okay for that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't see. The thing is, I'm not sure if <laughs> you think if Celtic have three players out, say the COVID, they they would still play. Think, Would the I game think, not be postponed because, think, because it's Celtic? No, I think now the press has been set. It's tough. They need to play with it. See that right. now, for the banter, it'd be a good laugh, right? <laughs> I mean, because Celtic and Rangers are after not. But I think, in general terms, they've made their bed now that no matter what happens, especially yeah. with the thing, every team's got to go on, mate, and that's it. Now, it could fall on an unfortunate time. It could fall for an old fun game. It could happen to any sides because they lost three or four players. But and then there'll be an uproar and there'll be cracking up, people going nuts. But I think it's a case of now, this is what we're in. We're in total unprecedented area. And this is what you have to do. You need if you and there's no excuse for us. We've got a bigger squad than most, so we couldn't we couldn't greet to them to go. We haven't got this. Just need it all, mate. And yeah. That's it. Take it on the chin. If you get beat because you've lost four players, then you get beat because you lost four players. That's it. Yeah, you're probably that, right there. Is that diplomatic enough for you there? <laughs> See, I was I, I was tiptoeing around that, that, you know, not to like come off too bantery, you know. <laughs> I was genuinely interested. <laughs> no, I think I think if you ask me to start of the season, I think the pressure has been given by the old firm and they can away with it. I think now what's happened is the other clubs wouldn't accept it. If I case that, no, mm-hmm. he got on with it. And the way actual I'm Gerard and Lennon actually said it that they both said, we'll just need to go on with it. So they've said that themselves. The sound, the sound bites are out there that if they backtrack, of course. But you said this, so it's just a case of. No, I'm sure they'll probably try it. A couple will probably try it because why not? Why would you not try to get it postponed? You would also try, but I think it's not going to happen. Yeah, I think also for the for the two old firm teams, there's there's intent. There are intentions to play in Europe as well, and then if you have your games postponed or whatever, it's the the calendar is just gonna like. You're not gonna have to be able to like fit fit all those games in, nah, you know. So they're not gonna have to play. Foot manager game, you're playing Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and like foot manager type stuff. You're playing all these games and try to just filter by fittest player just to get them in the team. Let's get yep, back to that kind exactly. of stuff. Exactly. Right, your next game, Dun United two, St. Mern one. Shanklin scored his first goal in the Prem. Sporrow scored as well. We had a Tate red card. So Lord Tate, he's uh, lost his manner. And a Conley goal as well. So your thoughts on the game? I watched highlights here. Is St. Mirren really seem to have fallen a wee bit the last couple of weeks? I don't know if the COVID thing knocked them off a wee bit, but they've definitely took a, a downturn in performances, even defensively when they kept it tight. And fair play to get United. They just for a team just promoted, they're certainly not scared to come and give a goal no matter who they're playing. Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously the red card for, for Tate doesn't help St. Mirren there. Um, but also for, for United, I mean, they they have their, their 
best striker back. So there's probably more confidence in it going forward as well. Um, so yeah, so I, I could see them, like United, doing well over the coming weeks. Does Shankland interest you transfer-wise, fantasy-wise, or is too pricey? Um, I had him in my team starting game week one, so just that. because like John, <laughs> John, John told me, like, yes, yeah, Lauren Shanklin, he's from, coming up from the championship. He, he, he's, the, he's the one, you know. So I was like, yeah, here we go. But then he got injured. Uh, I think like, he's at 5.5 million now, so I think that's a, that's a decent price. But I, uh, I might still wait and just, just see yeah, how he performs over the next couple of weeks. Who, who does interest me, though, is the other one, uh, the other player who scored the goal, Adrian Sperle. Uh-huh. Um, I've noticed he's a defender on the game. He's 2.4 million, and he played left wing for United at the weekend. All right. It's one of these players that could be misput in a place, and you think you might get a paint. Oh, Lundstrom thing. Oh, Lundstrom, I like to always yeah, Lundstrom exactly. Because... So you're, you're going to get the clean sheet because he's a defender in the game. And like, if he does come up with the goals and assists, I think it was only his second or third start this season. I don't know if he was injured or whatever, but um, if he does get regular game time, 2.4 million for someone who yeah, is out of position, that could be something. Interesting. Look, that was my point at Aileron with McNamara because he plays wing back, but he's a defender. But yeah. it's, not, it's not worked out yet. This great plan in my head, he's playing that far up, but he's only had one clean sheet. So I suppose you're only as good as, a, <laughs> good as the plan you have ahead of you. Kelly, two, Hamilton, one. Uh, Kelty, Kabamba. Both goals, both returns for you, Gunnar. Add Kelly, Brophy red card. Old Dolphin go for Hamilton. Your thoughts on this one? Yeah, so I was thinking when Hamilton having three players out, you know, uh, so I wanted to go with the, I still had Burke and then I brought in Kilty as well. And then when Mackay was flagged injured, I thought, you know, the, the only player in that price range that I wanted uh, was Kabamba. So for the same reasons, Hamilton having three players out, I thought I'd, I'd, I'd load up on Kilmarnock players. Um, two of them scored. And I, I think if... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if, if they didn't have the red card, I could have seen them score even more. And Kilty, I mean, he's, he, for me, he's involved in Everton. So is Burke, you know, but John was saying he's getting on a bit, but I, I can't really like see that. You know, he's involved in Everton and Kilty as well. He's always in and around the box, so I think that's that's two good players that I'm going to hold for the foreseeable. Plus, Kelly's price range was he 2.4, 2.5, Kelly? I mean, yeah, he, he might be 2.5 now, gone up in price. I think he's great. I think he's money player again. I will just leave him a team as long as he's playing, because you said when I watched the highlights, he is he's just constantly he's always forward thinking. Do you think? Well, maybe not every game, but if he gets assist every one and two or one and three, then for that price, that's a great return. Kabamba's. I mean, sorry, on you go. His, his, yeah, his, his squat number is number ten. Eh? So, like, you you would be thinking that your number ten starts every game. Eh? <laughs> I, I don't know if that's anything to go by, but like that, that's how I would do it. You know. <laughs> and Kabamba, well, I've seen him. Kabamba looks decent. He would. He will. I'm not going to say he's going to score twenty goals, but I think he'll get a decent return this year in Scotland. And he's quite a confident lad as well. When you hear him talking, he's he seems to love it up here. He's enjoying his football. So, good on him. Uh, for Hamilton, Dauphin, I mean, no Hamilton assets are not really the best to come by, but he's, got, he's been pretty involved, Dauphin, and this is his second or third goal now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I wouldn't like bring him in with my free transfer, to be honest, but if I was on a wild card, and I think it's still pretty cheap. Um, yeah, definitely one. Like, I don't know, do, 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 do you still have Jay Henderson on your side? 
No, I know it's your Jay Henderson thing. This is a whole online thing. Well, my Jay yeah. Henderson was my Jay Henderson was, was Balogun. I had Balogun playing every week, so I knew he wasn't going to start. And I knew right. that if I played a four at the back, no matter what, off the bench with the high school player. But then to get rid of Balogun to get players on, I've got rid of that now. But I know Henderson is keep him playing. That way you always get the best player off the bench. Exactly, yeah. I'm playing Jay Henderson every week. And then, yeah, but like I said, so if you're on your wildcard, I don't know if you, you could probably not get him. But if you have an injured player or whatever, and then you had Odoffin on your bench, and if, like you say, if he pops up with another goal, you get the highest scoring player on. Uh, for me, he's something for that, but I wouldn't bring him in on a free transfer per se. And the next one, I suppose, a slight shock, I suppose. Johnson now, Ross County won. Vigors were on the goal, and a clean sheet for Ross County. Yeah, so I think it was last week where I got rid of my last Ross County defender. It was um, <laughs> Connor Randall. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, County keeping the clean sheet there. But I, I remember at the start of the season, they had like two or three clean sheets. And then there were the stats from like, was it FPL Mass? Uh, like I seen something from him that that was the exact same thing what happened the season before with Ross yep. County and then they just I fell think away. It, I think they've done it two yeah. in the last few years, by the way. They've done it start off well and then he's like, oh, this year's going to be their year. And then it just, it just nosedive. Yeah, I think that's what we're seeing here. Well, I don't have any players. I'm not going to recommend any Ross County players off the one result. I'm not. Well, the thing I'm, I'm saying, St. John's were disappointed in this game. I thought the sh- weeks before they showed more and they looked a bit poor this week. And my, my romance with McNamara might be over in a couple of weeks' time if they don't buck their ideas up and if they replace them, something's actually going to return points. Right, on the Sunday scheme's going on. The Iron Curtain final of fell. Hibs 2, Rangers 2. You watch this game live, so what's your thoughts on the game overall first? Then we'll talk through the points. Goal scorers? Yeah, um, John was telling me as well. So I was, I was, so I had... No, I wanted a hips defender, I think, and then held off on it because John said that Hibs is always good to get something against the old firm. And um, I think he's proved right. There are two goals from each side. Um, yeah, not good for my fantasy team because Barisic and Goldson returning nothing. And I think you said you had McGregor as well. So, hey, yeah, zero points all around, though. And then I, like I said, I replaced uh, Boyle with Kent, and that really, really didn't work. And then I'm seeing as well Martin Boyle captained himself uh, in, the, in the pros league and benched Ryan Kent. So I was like, yeah, I pro- probably seen, should have seen that coming. You know, that's a sick burner. That's a sick burner. So my guy knows his confidence in himself. Exactly. So Hibs' goals were right and Doidge a goal each. Boyle with two assists. Morelos Arfield with a goal each. And Kent and Hadji assist. Now, my, my take for this, we're looking at it, is the last couple of weeks, Kent and Hadji have been quite consistent with their assists and point returns. Now, Morelos and Arfield, Arfield's not getting for, get for the week, he's in because of injuries, and Morelos is wanting out the door, so I don't see any point in buying them when all we're talking about is sell them, sell them, sell them. But as it stands, the Rangers are, are probably quite struggling with injuries, so. Maybe Morrow's will start more games until he's, if he has sold that, but I'm not too sure. Thoughts so, for me, so for me, um, Haji is a middle cheaper than Ryan Kent, and I've looked at him as well. Um, similar points return. Kent is on 45 and Haji is on 32. Kent is scoring the goals. He's got four. 
whereas Haji's getting the assists. So yeah, you're gonna have to think about if if like if obviously you value the goals more, but if you if you're willing to spend that one million more, I think Kent has a higher average minutes as well. So I can see Haji coming on, especially when like a rebo comes back as well. So I don't know about Haji's minutes there, I think, but if you're like deciding between the two, I would probably yeah, go Kent, just for the goals as well. I would stick with Kent as well. I think long term I want Kent in there as my third Rangers player, I think generally because he will play the majority of games. And like you said there, when Aribo comes back, I think Hadji's out of the team. I think it's just who, who do you add fancies as they to? Aribo started quite well to injury, obviously, but I don't know how long he's gave out for, mind you, but when he's back, I think it would take Hadji's role. Hibs wise, I mean, I've got Doig in defence, who I think for his price, I'm not going to take him out. He's been pretty pretty good returns. Left left back, assists, quite a few of them, a few decent clean sheets. He's not going to come out my team. But apart from that, I don't fancy any defensive players for them because they're quite gung-ho. It's great to watch at times. They've all scored goals, but they're, again, they're very similar to Celtic where they won a lot of games, maybe 2-1 or 3-1. They always, they always concede that goal. But I said that last time and then they went and did three clinches in the trot or something like that, so don't listen to me. <laughs> I just told it in general sense. And then the last game of the game week, it was probably the biggest surprise of the weekend. Aberdeen nil, Motherwell three. O'Hara, Long, McGavey with goals, a pole worth assist. And Motherwell absolutely, totally buried Aberdeen in this game. They were nowhere near it. Motherwell just ran over the top of them. Totally. I think McInnes changed the formation there as well for them. They played like a flat, flat back four. Um, didn't really work. I mean, Lewis had a shocker of a day as well. Didn't help, probably. Uh, yeah, it was just Motherwell's day, you know. I mean, a penalty to start off and then... Three goals inside 23 minutes, you know. So, I don't know. Least, least expected points this week, like I say, from uh, Trevor Carson. Goal for me. I nearly took another hit there to bring Lewis in. <laughs> Glad I didn't. <laughs> um, but that might be a transfer going forward, you know. I, I like the Aberdeen defense, and they, they've been keeping clean sheets up until now. And um, so, I'm looking at like Considine in defense. Yeah, and, and Lewis in goal. I hope his price doesn't write too much. Because then you're getting into like Marciano territories, and then I might be going Marciano over over Lewis. But if his price stays around 3.2, 3.3, then I'd be going Lewis. And I've also noticed uh, because we've had a question on the podcast um, about the uh, set piece takers for uh, Motherwell, and apart from penalties, it's all Liam Polworth. Is it? So now that yeah, now that Turnbull's left, so I, like from the two goals, one of them was a free kick and then the ball was brought down, little scuffle there in, in, in the penalty box and now scored a goal and then, hope that's the right game. <laughs> and then the other one was a corner <laughs> that Mugabe scored. That was Paul Worth as well. He's a, I suppose that is, his, I, was, I was going to talk about this later with the FPL with the penalty. To, oh, there's my door shut. That's my, that was my daughter leaving. That's how they slammed the door. That's me. But by that, <laughs> I think what was it? Uh, where people are just going to fill a team with penalty takers because the amount of penalties can give in the FPL this year. It's pretty unreal. But back to Aberdeen and Motherwell, I mean, is there any other assets you think? I've got Campbell on my team now, but I'm thinking about taking him out because I'm not too sure. I might give him another week or two, I think, maybe. Then maybe rid him, I think. I don't know. And Aberdeen, I've got McCrory. But I'm thinking about Ferguson, thinking about Hedges. But I mean, this is Scottish football. You, you think teams going to run and then all of a sudden, 
the run stops and you're like, oh, here we go. I need to rethink what I'm doing. But it's consistency, I think, overall, isn't it? Yeah, on like a personal level, I've brought Ryan Hedges in a couple of weeks ago and he keeps scoring goals like directly from corners uh, in Europe. But he hasn't gotten me any points yet uh, for my fantasy team. And then John brought in Ferguson this week. And like we said on the pod as well, he's good for a yellow card. And that's all he done as well in the game. He got a yellow card. Huh? Um and then on Campbell, I mean, he, he might pop up with a, like a wander goal again. But you never know how long that's going to take. You know, if it's next game week or in five game weeks. And I think, I don't know if Motherwell have much more than that going for them. You know, Liam Polworth, maybe. I like Long, but only because his number is 99. So, <laughs> I don't know. I've not got much to say on Motherwell, to be honest. See, you thing I like the Campbell is he seems to have stepped into the... Turnbull role. Yeah. Evan comes through him, which I'm like, good, but he's no he's not as good as Turnbull. So I suppose it's like Turnbull light. So he won't return as many boys as Turnbull, I suppose. And he's not exactly cheap. He's still quite pricey. It was 4.6, 4.7 million. So he's not like he's a cheap midfielder option. But again, it's a case of watching. If Motherwell, if Motherwell can play like they played last year, I mean, they're a good team. They're a strong physical team. And if they can turn it around, like a good manager, then the assets can come flying back. They're the last team who, again, they were quite good in the back last year, but they haven't this year so far. So I suppose it's again, I'm watching two or three weeks and going, right, I'm making the move. But I don't know how I'm obviously making the move, then they'll get beat. That's, that's just how my fantasy thing seems to work. But let's see. You know, you've got a minute to win it, I suppose. Right, we'll move on to fixtures. I'm going to write this is the weeks coming up. And you can, if any of you've got to see any fixtures, you can let me know. A couple of interesting fixtures, I suppose, and some I have to call ties. First of all, Hamilton Dungeon United. One off a tight defeat, one off a, a, a good, decent win. Yeah, I'm going to say... So I'm, I'm going to make my score predictions here, yeah? So, okay, go back. Um, we'll do it together so we can go last next week. I, okay, so I'm going to say 2-0 uh, for United. Both goals from Shankland. Right, well, that's a, that's a bold statement. You're going to have done, bold. I, I, like okay. a, I like a bold statement. <laughs> I think Dundee will win it 2-1. I'm not as a bold tape announcer school scorer, as I said to you. Livingston St. Johnson? Um, I'm going to say 1-1. One, one. I think so. I think they're two pretty, pretty poor teams in this league. Yeah. Um, I don't see where the goals from Livy are going to come from now that Stokes has left as well. Um <laughs> Like I said on our part, they, they need a striker and until they get someone, yeah, I can't see them scoring very many and St. Johnson isn't filling me with confidence either in either direction, you know, going forward or at the back. So 1-1, one, one, I think. It's a decent result for both sides as well, probably. I think St. Johnson won now. Hopefully a McNamara assist and a clean sheet. I'll stick on that train forever. Right, St. Martin Kilmarnock. I have three Kilmarnock players, and I think I'm going to stick with all of them uh, against Simmern at the weekend. Yeah, so 2-1 Kilmarnock. Kelly's a funny team, because when you look through the squad of players, like I've just done that, and it's a pretty decent squad. You think, well, that's a decent, for a Scottish, that's a pretty decent Scottish Premiership squad. But see me I'd listen to the manager talk, he doesn't feel me with confidence. He always talks like, Ah, uh, we played all right. Ah, uh, good result. You're going, 
come on, you. You should be expecting more for your team, especially a couple of years ago. You've got a Scottish international striker up front and Rofi. You've got a decent team all round, and it seems to be like, I don't know if they seem to be settling for mid-table. Yeah, okay. I think the thing is though, like so, St. Mirren, St. Mirren, they have Richard Tate out, so that's probably going to be a big problem for them at the back. So yeah, three Kilmarnock attackers, like I said, for me, uh, I hope they can do the business again. Right, Motherwell Rangers. Is it? Is it all Sunday games because of the European games on Thursday? So Motherwell Rangers. Right. I'm going to say three 0 Rangers. Ah, I see. Well. I can't help myself. I saw what I saw on Sunday. I think one each, Motherwell Rangers. Ah, oh, that that is a big call. That's that's not good for my fantasy team. Well, that's hey, mostly I, what I don't I want. I called it. the Hibs draw on Sunday. Swanee was telling me that they were pumping them easy peasy, and I said, Swanee, this, this is the hardest game you've played all year. They'll they'll attack you and you'll struggle. Not 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 two each. Motherwell Rangers got a, a Fred Bear squad. Now, don't be wrong. It could be it could be you know easily peasy. If Rangers start well, they could win. I think. They're both playing Thursday night. The Motherwell's at home. They're a big, tough team. I can see they're dropping more points here. One each. I don't think they'll get beat. They'll win a little bit tight. One each. There you go. I won't say, they get, I won't say they'll get beat. That's my button. I say, I can't even say. I say West Coast bias. Carry up myself. Celtic <laughs> hips. <laughs> um, I'm going to say... Oh, that's a tough one, hey? It's really tough, by the way, because I... <laughs> Do you, want, do you want to do that first? What do you think? You're a Celtic right. fan, huh? I'm a bit of a pessimist Celtic fan, right? We're playing on Thursday night in Latvia. We're coming back. We're rotating our team. Now we're at home, but I don't think home matters anymore with this, this pandemic crowd. Celtic should win this game. But I think Hibs tailed up after the Rangers game, and I think Hibs will come out and go for it. And if we were playing at the back, I wouldn't be surprised if this finishes like one each to each. I would not be surprised that. But I'll leave in my heart. I hurt myself. Two-one Celtic. But I did say to start. Yeah, I agree. Don't, don't be surprised if it finishes two each or one each. Yeah, I think two each is what I would have said as well. Now, just after the Hips Rangers game, uh, Hips will be flying. You know, they'll be well up for it. And like you say, Celtic playing in Europe during the week. Yeah, I think a two-all draw is a good result. I think. I, I think. I think both sides would probably take a two-all draw as well. Maybe not looking at the league and... You don't think so? Yeah, no, well, okay. They'd be upset with that one, I think. I mean, it's, it's, you, get, maybe you don't see it in the bubble. See the, the magnitude of this season? The magnitude. I listen to a lot of yeah. podcasts. I see every minute detail or every point dropped. It's getting discussed, the detail. It's actually giving me the fear. I haven't listened to podcasts like that. Oh, I need to start listening to podcasts. You start rolling like oh, Larry this, Larry that. You look at the table and go, we're sitting in a good position. If I rewatch, if I rewatch back games, like I used to do my old podcast, where you write comments down, you don't play as bad as you thought you did initially. You go, we actually played all right there. When I watched the, the Livingston game, 3 2 sounds terrible on paper, but you watch it, we bossed the game for large spells. But Hibs are a step up, Hibs are a good team. Jack Ross is no more as a manager, and he will come and attack. And our back line can get got it, 100%. Easy peasy. So it depends how organised we are, we are and how organised and how tired we are after Europe. I suppose what happens in Europe? If we win, maybe. I mean, if, we, if you get knocked out, then it's a different game altogether, how the players react. So I'm not too sure. Sh- it's going to be a tight game, put it that way. 
I'm back to no clean sheets in this game either. I don't expect a clean sheet. I don't expect both teams will score. I'll have to wait and see how it happens. Ross County, Aberdeen? I think Aberdeen will want to bounce back um, after this weekend's loss against Motherwell. So, I still don't see them scoring very many goals, though. So, 1-0 Aberdeen. 1-0 That's by That is like the... I think, in general terms, that will be the the most consistent score of the season is one Aberdeen. Was it, I said that last week the podcast talked this morning and was he said and, and discussed because he hates Aberdeen is they've won four games of trot and they don't score five goals. <laughs> season <'cause all> <laughs> it's just Aberdeen. It's got the old Arsenal in the nineties. McInnes, McInnes is hard to like. We still I mean the more defenders are better for him, but he seems to set up teams. He knows how to set up teams in the Premiership. How to grind out results. He showed it in Europe as well. I mean, Vikings no mugs either. They're a decent team away from home and he got a game of result. It's just, Aberdeen looked to me the third best team in the league over the space of the piece. They've all come third and they've got a lot of 1-0s. And maybe when they get Cosgrove back, they might adapt their play, but more attacking. And I don't know if that's maybe going to suit them because when they come out more, this is when they might get caught at the back. Another thing as well is McKenna's, obviously. McKenna's been at Norton Forest, supposedly, for three million this weekend. I did see that just just on that before, like like you say, like McInnes knows how to set up a side, and that's why I was surprised as well that there was three 0 down after twenty five minutes or something. That 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 was really like I didn't see, like I didn't I didn't think. I mean, I've only started watching Scottish football, but I didn't think a McInnes side would have that in them. Just to not roll over, like but be surprised what Motherwell had to offer were, on the they day. They were surprised, you're right, they always were. They were definitely surprised the way they attacked him. They didn't have an answer for it. They were kind of, well, what do we do here? But, see Ross County games, and before that, Inverness games, that's Aberdeen's bread and butter. They normally beat these teams easy peasy. I recall they always beat the team top above them. Ross County and Inverness is up near Aberdeen as anyway, area-wise, and they normally dispatch these teams no problem. Right, we finish with this. The fantasy Scotland gonna we ready nice to one. Are get into the main course? Yes, definitely. Been finished. The FPL. Right, the FPL league. I've already mentioned it twice. We've got our own league. Gunners in it, sitting quite high up, much to my chagrin. So what we'll do is, I'm going to go through your team first. Right, I'll put it up my screen. All here. right. So I'm going to stop. So we've got. Your team, so I'm talking about your points for the past week, not your actual team right now. Okay? So last week you had 65 points. You could talk us through your team now. I'll let you talk us for eight. So we'll start from the back. On you go. All right, so I have Ramsdale in goal. I mean, when I picked my team, I thought I was being clever there, spending 0.5 more on a goalkeeper, but so far it hasn't really worked. Then I have double Liverpool defence. Uh, see, just stop for defence. Yep. See, your, see your goalkeeper, right? Just stop. We'll do this as we go along. See your goalkeeping, Hi. like your plan going forward. Are you going to keep Ramsdale all season? Is he a set and forget? Or are you going to maybe change it going along? So I like my goalkeeper to be set and forget. Right. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be Ramsdale. I'm going right, to... So I'm gonna, Wait a couple, like I'm not going to take him out this week or anything, but I'm going to wait a couple of weeks, see probably um, game week three, Sheffield have leads, so that should be okay. But like their their fixtures don't really look good from like game week five. I mean, they're playing Liverpool, City and Chelsea. 
all three on the bounce. So yeah, when I picked them, <laughs> I have to be honest there. Yeah, so like I like my goalkeeper to be said and forget, but it probably won't be Ramsdale. So it was the plan, but it's the wrong keeper. Right plan, wrong keeper, basically. Yeah. Right, your defence, go defence in. So I have double Liverpool defence, uh, Alexander-Arnold and Robertson. I think Trent got a bonus point there. That's why he's on seven points and Robertson is on six. Then I have uh, James Justin from Leicester. Got his first Leicester goal at the weekend. And I think he won a penalty last week. Uh, he did. Vardy scored. Yeah. Did, yeah. And uh, I have Walker Peters who got an assist but shipped five goals. So that only got me three points. Right, I, so don't, I, don't, I don't know about Southampton. I'm still undecided. About them, to be honest. Yeah, let's talk through defence then, right? I'm pretty impressed with this Liverpool double. I thought about this, see when I was thinking building my team in numerous drafts, I had the Liverpool double defence. It was also, it was always Arnold, no matter what, he was in it. And it was Robertson or Van Dyke and back and forth, back and forth. And I was thinking to myself, oh, what did I do what do? But I went a different tact, which is what you're doing. That's the whole point of the game, we do different things. Justin, he's 4.5, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Now he's up, he's raised to 4.6 now, so he got on before the price rise. He'll win my team, I think. I mean, my tactic was, I don't know if it's similar to yours, did you have three 4.5 defenders? You have, haven't you? I have, yes. So I Are have just, uh, Walker Peters, Taylor and Justin. Are you just going to rotate them depending on the fixtures? That is the idea, yeah. Yeah, yeah same ah, as me. Pretty, yeah. pretty much same as me then. Well, you've got three, you've went for Robertson, I've went for four, and I've decided to rotate depending on the fixtures. And obviously, the stands out like a sore thumb. I'll try to get them in if somebody stops playing. But I think over the piece, playing this for a couple of years, I'm, just, I'm going to set the same tactic. I'll stick with 4.5s and I'll rotate the best I can. Because, see, over the case, most of them will return decent points as long as the team isn't really, really bad. Taylor. Yeah, for me, I mean, I mean, we're going to get to that, but I have about a mil and a half in the bank, and I've been thinking of upgrading one of them mm-hmm. uh, to like a 5.0 uh, defender. And just rotating the one then, rather, in that instead? Yeah. Right. And you know what you Taylor on the bench? He returned as well, actually, he did assist, didn't he, Taylor? He did, yeah. I think he'll be coming into the team uh, next week. I'm just here on the pick, pick team screen, because Justin has Man City next. Yeah, will probably sit out that one. I think me and you have got the exact same three defenders, but I've got Taylor, Justin, and Walker Peters as well. Exact same three, four point fives. There we go. Good main thing I like, gonna good main thing I like. Right, your midfield good, then talks for your midfield then. So I have Salah. Oh, I need to switch this around. So I have Salah, Saint Maximum, who's uh, flagged as injured. Uh, I captain Obama Yang this week. And uh, my transfer this week, I had from the start, I had uh, Kai Havertz, uh, but yeah, he just didn't look good in he the first game, to be honest. He did, he did look yep. good. And I've, I've done the mistake last season where I, from the start, had Pulisic, and I think Chelsea players, until they are all fit and until they're all gelled together, I think I'm going to, like, Werner mm-hmm. is another one, but like, I'm going to stay away from like Chelsea midfielders at the minute. And just wait and let them gel and like see in a couple of weeks. They'll, they'll probably be cheap, you know, because a lot of people are getting rid of them now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I brought in James Rodriguez, scored a goal and got an assist. Right, with your team then. So I have got, again, <laughs> three the same back, same freeze of four as you. I've got Salah. I had Salah and Manny last week. 
my tactic was all the same. I brought in, I had Salah, Manny, and Obama Yang, so I could, so I could basically go, go anywhere I wanted transfer wise. That was my whole point. Like I could go anywhere I wanted. Salah scored obviously the hat trick. Now the plan was week one to get the Salah. That's what I said to myself. But he just looked that sharp. He looked that much. He had a, he had a point to prove. Maybe I don't mean in my head, or maybe he wants the top goal scorer award back. Maybe maybe seeing it's not there. <laughs> That's what I've seen. No, no I, t- I, t- I totally agree. And I, I even like this week, I even thought about captaining him just because like, he's playing against his old team. You know, he, he looked really good in the, in the first week. Uh, I didn't in the end, but I'm, I might do it next week against, uh, against Arsenal. I'm not sure yet. I haven't decided. So I've got St. Maxim, obviously, has a problem, but I'll get we'll talk for your team first of all. I'm just, I'm just saying because I see the same as me. And Obama Yang, now I'm going to ask you a question here. Is Obama Yang coming to your team next week? I have already uh, done a transfer and he's already left the team. Let me guess. Right? Before you look, well, I've seen your team, but I know, is it KDB? It is KDB. There yeah. we go. See, I tell you with Kindred Spirits going on, with Kindred Spirits, it's like saying, I like Rodriguez. I liked what I saw him in the first weeks. What's so, so far as I think? See, when he's like a, a big fish in a small pond, if that makes sense, team wise, he's going to be a star player for Everton. And obviously, they're going to build a lot of stuff around him, and I, I think he's going to be a good asset this year. Will I get on him? I mean, I'm on Bruno now. Maybe we have to wait and see. Maybe get about two, week, two weeks, me, I think, for a decide what I'm going to do this way. But I think that's a, a decent change you made, and it's pretty good what you've done for so far. On the bench, is Burke midfield? Is that right? Yes, it's Burke midfield. Yeah. Even he started up, up front for Sheffield United. Right, that's what yeah, and uh, I seen that uh, before the season started. I seen something on Twitter that that the, the Wilder said that was the plan for him. So that's why he he came into my team. He's probably not not ever gonna return more than two points, but you know, we'll see. Can, He's uh, there for now. Can I recommend son? Ask John about Oliver Burke. Okay, I will. He's <laughs> <laughs> put myself for half a year and ask him about Oliver Burke and see if he says about Oliver Burke again. Aye, okay. Right, and then you'll get see, and if he's You'll see what kind of, well, I'm assuming unless he really likes him, the response you'll get is the response you'll be kind of shocked. He's not very good. <laughs> That's not surprising, to be honest. <laughs> Up front, Vardy and Mitrovic. So, Vardy obviously, did Vardy only get two points this weekend? I thought Lester. He did only get two points. So, see, I looked, so I watched the Leicester game and. Yeah, Leicester scored four goals and Vardy not involved in any of them. That is a worry, you know. But see, last week as well, they did not score two penalties, and that's all he done as he did, well in that game. He, he, was he did score two penalties, penalties, but yeah, and that's exactly why he's in my team. So, first reason is like like you said before, like he is one of the higher priced uh, strikers, so I can go anywhere from him. He can, uh, yeah, good point. He, he he's the tried and trusted, you know, and yeah. I mean, I, I'll even back him against Man City, you know, like if, again, if, if Leicester get a penalty or whatever, Vardy is going to take it. And then he's got two decent games after that. Uh, they're playing West Ham at home and then Aston Villa at home. So I'm definitely going to keep him until game week five and then reassess, you know, one of the higher priced strikers might, might have started scoring more, you know, there's Jimenez, maybe Ings. But for now, it's Vardy for me. No, I think you're quite, the way you talk about the fixture, I think you're quite right. Stick with the fixtures. Fabi will score. Now, I don't know where his drop off point will be because also we don't know how. He's been quite 
old football term, obviously. When he, but he will still score 15, 20 goals a season. I suppose he's trying to get on at the right timing to get him at the right when it's a kind of goal scoring spree, and then when he stops again. But as you said yourself, you've got all of the right time and the right money, but you can actually you can come back and forth with who you want, basically. Yeah. And, and then the other player I have, oh, sorry, is uh, Mitrovic. Um, he scored a penalty and a goal. He got three bonus points as well after last week where he didn't start. That's very satisfying. See, I have him as well. See, Mitrovic, is he set and forget for you? Are his price oh. or are you going to rotate him out? See, I only have, like, at the minute I'm playing 4 4 2, yeah? So my third striker is Davis. Keenan Davis, yeah, for four and a half million for Aston Villa. Um, I'm going to keep Mitrovic for next week where they play at home to Aston Villa and reassess from there. I think, like I said, I have already made two transfers and that gives me enough money in the bank, for example, to go to Calvert-Lewin or, I don't know. Like, I don't know. But I don't think he'll be, like, in my team until game week 10. Although their fixtures look good. But I'm not, I'm not set on that yet. The only thing I'd say with Mitrovic is he's a talisman, isn't he? Everyone goes through him. So if they're going to score goals, he's normally involved, either assist or a goal. So for his price, it isn't that bad. I suppose see, I, could, I could see it going for him like it did last season with uh, Puki. You know, he's, like, he's, he's a decent ah, hold for the start of the season, you know. But then, yeah, I, like, I think Fulham might go down at the end of the season, you know, just because it's not enough quality in, in, in the team, you know. So, yeah, if he performs like Puki did last season and you get off him at the right time, then it's sound. Right, I'll talk from my team and you can ask me any questions you want at the time. Look, do it vice order, right? So, are you on my team? Yeah, definitely. I am just pulling it up now. There we have it. That was the Scottish one. That's the... So, you have Ryan and goal, yeah? Yep. So, my thoughts on Ryan was at the start of the season, I was going to set and forget a goalkeeper. I maybe didn't expect right. to get I maybe didn't expect to get the clean sheet so early, but I'll take it. Six points against Newcastle. Uh, I'm I'm similar thinking we I'm gonna I liked what I saw with Brighton in the last game. I really did like what I saw him. I thought they, they blew Newcastle away. He's there now for me. Martinez at Aston Villa is on my watch list. I think he looked great last night. But as it stands, it's it's Ryan for the time being. So did you pick Ryan because you didn't want two Southampton players in your back line, basically, with Walker Peters, yeah? No. See, if you look at my bench, I've got Button on the bench. And he, yep. was, he was originally the Brighton backup goalkeeper. So my point was thinking that if I had two keepers for one club, one will always play. Right. And then this old Button, I went, I'll just leave it because I'm thinking Button's waiting there to get game time. Obviously not happened yet, but I'm assuming he will be at some point get a chance for best from. And if he does, that's where I'll, boost, I'll do my bench boost and try to get pick at the right week and have two keepers playing. But that's just me and my daft tactics. <laughs> No, I like Ryan. I ha- I was thinking about him at the start of the season as well, but they were starting to. What was it? They played Chelsea in the first game, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm seeing here they have United next. 
yeah, I think that put me off a little bit, you know, yeah, because I, I don't like using the transfers on my goalkeepers. So I was like, oh, with start, like if he concedes, I don't know, like six goals and like those, or like let's see, even like four goals in, the, in them two games, I'll be annoyed by him. And then I'm, <laughs> I'm going to want to like bring him, take him out or whatever. So I thought, you know, I'll, I'll go with a more expensive one and it can always downgrade if I have to. See, I didn't expect to clean sheet in Newcastle, but he got that. So the way I'm thinking is, I'll ride the storm for the first couple of weeks because his fixtures, the fixtures will turn at some point. They're going to get a good run of fixtures and they look decent at the back, Brian. A good lot of defenders actually put those on my, on my watch list. So my point is, keep me out of now. Now, if come game week eight or nine and he's not getting a clean sheet, then I may have to rethink it. But as it stands, he's in the set and forget. Yeah. And then to your defense, you have Trent, Walker Peters, and Taylor. So that's the same as me. You have Justin as well. And um, then you have Leeds Ailing. Did you start the season with Ailing? Yep. Yeah, if you look at my, you're also on, you're not on my points page. My back three this week was Arnold, Ailing, and Justin. As I was looking to, as I said to you before, that was under Arnold, and then four, four point fives. So I just did a bit of research, think about four point fives when I get in. First of all, guaranteed to play every week, and then mm-hmm. maybe secondly, might be give you some attacking assets. So like. Ailing is is a right back, isn't he? Right back for Leeds. Ooh, I think he is. Yeah, is the he the, ma- are, the 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 man bun? Yeah. Yeah, it's a man bun. Yeah, Leeds are a, a flying attack, but they're also quite bad at the back, so he could be getting changed shortly. Justin, same as you. I'm on him at the start, and I think he'll be my team until he lost his place because he's played pretty well so far. He's really got a price increase. He'll be there. Taylor and Walker Peters. I think they're going to be pretty consistent. I don't see me taking them out. I think Southampton will eventually settle. Burnley or Burnley, you know they're going to keep maybe eight, nine clean sheets over the space of the year. They're both full-backs, so again, they both get a chance of attacking asset. Well, there you go. They both get assists at the weekend. Unfortunately, they're both on the bench. Larry, I did yeah, I was going to say that. I was going to say that. Your, your bench looks really good this week. Six points, three points, three points, you know. Yeah. Just, but that shows just, you maybe that you have a good squad depth, you know, even if someone was going to have to miss out. See, if, if, if you didn't want to use a transfer, on uh, coming on to that in a minute, but like if you have some maximum in your team as well, if you didn't want to use a transfer there, uh, I think you'd be okay starting one of your bench players. You know, I've mm-hmm. seen teams having like two 4.0 uh, defenders. And if it's not, if one of them isn't Mitchell, then yeah, you probably have a problem like a, in the yeah, coming yeah. weeks, you know? Yeah. I like to call it Swanee. That's how Swanee plays. Swanee goes in first and picks his bench with the lowest fee. All for him. He passes his first four players he picks. Everyone in the lowest position price-wise, if then he picks his squad. And I think that's madness, but that's just the way he's always done it. And to be fair to him, he's won him in the league twice with his tactics, so it must be some method to his madness. Aye, not bad. I was thinking from like, from like playing Fantasy Scotland as well, we're going to have players out, you know, missing games, uh, and then you're going to want your bench because you don't want to be using, like, you don't want to be taking too many hits or whatever. And you've only got your two wild cards a season as well. So just from, like, having played the Scottish fantasy game, um, I was thinking, I need players on the bench that are going to play, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, and, then, and then your midfield, yeah. So this week you started St. Maximum, Aubameyang, Fernandez, Salah and Saka. So five in midfield for you this week, huh? Yep. I think it was only because uh, I was going to play Wood. Should have played Wood. I went to Leicester. 
obviously oh, scored. Right, yeah. So I I think that they go with it. I just picked the wrong choice. I, 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 obviously, I thought that Wilson and Mitrovic would score more chances of scoring than Wood did, but these things happen, I suppose. St. Maxim get injured. Aubameyang, a captain, double points, 10, not much better. Fernandez was in the shock, I suppose, didn't expect that with Crystal Palace. Salah blanked, and Saka played a bit blanked as well. Just, just a bad, you, bad gimmick for me, midweek twice. Are you planning on keeping Saka? <sighs> See, I'm torn. <laughs> hmm. No, I don't think I will. I, I thought it was smart to start with Saka's going to play, blah, 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 blah. But, no, the game plan, my game plan was always to be Saka with my first sub off the bench. So that, I was thinking more at the end of it. After lockdown, he played a lot of game time. He would sit on my first position off the bench and he came on and every so often he would score. I suppose he's very much like Foden where if you really buy this play, you've got to just have to take the hit and back him because he will return, but not every week. I might give him a couple of weeks to see and if not, I may have to get rid of him. Just maybe get a player on its 5.0 get play every week. But, I mean, I mean, I had Saka at the back end of last season as well, and like you say, he, he's returned good points there. But I think now that they've brought Villian in as well, I think he's the one losing out there, you know, in the starting eleven. So, uh, like he's he, he's obviously going to get game, game time because they play in Europe as well. I think. I can't remember yeah. where they finished last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they, they do. So, yeah, yeah. Sure, um, yeah. And. Um, but yeah, Saka, as, as I just clicked on him and he's already dropped in price. So oh, just that. looking at the team, uh, that was prob- that would probably be the one that needs a bit of like fixing, you know? Yeah. Plus, it didn't help with St. Max we injured the same week, so there's two of them gone. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Just wait and see. But I've ended up with a sub like you. Obama Yang's out and KDB's in, so that's my sub for this week. That was always All the right. plan. That was always the plan to game one, game two. I wanted Fernandez. In KDB in, uh, to me, for me, I'll not transfer them out of the team. I'll have them in that same. I'm not going to transfer them in less injury. KDB and Bruno, I think Bruno, everything was through in Man United. Same with KDB. They win my team every week. Did you see when uh, Van der Beek came on for United that Bruno was dropping quite deep? Yeah. Does that, that worry you? That upset me deeply. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, so that's, see, that's that's why I'm that's why I waited on Bruno. I, I totally agree. Uh, last season, everything went through him, and uh, I think he's a, he's a great pick. I'm not sure how I'm gonna fit him in. Um, yeah, like United is gonna they're gonna need a couple of weeks, you know, and like get up to speed. And until that happens, I'm just gonna watch him from the outside before I bring him in. I think. But then we're, we're, we're going on to your strikers. So you started Wilson and Mitrovic uh, this week yep. and have Wood on the bench. I would have probably done the same, to be honest. Thanks, mate. feel better. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just thought they were, it was the most winnable or goal-scoring chance fixtures. I mean, Wood was my third. Even though Wood's probably a slight... Is, is Wood 6.5? I think it's 6.5. No, he's 6.5. He's 6.5. Well, he's 6. 6. 5, he was my third choice striker because I, I, I feel Mutrovic will return more. And I think Walsh is a good fit for Newcastle, but the Newcastle looked absolutely terrible the weekend. But again, I'm quite happy with three in the row. And I've got to transfer so much money because I've done any transfers like you said. I've got 1.9 million in the bank, so I could easily pick upgrade my, my streak if I wanted to. But 
I'm more my tactics this year is, is more midfield. I think that's what I'm as it stands. It's more midfield tactically, and then they will be maybe a wild card if I start panicking or I need to upgrade later on. But as it stands, I'm quite happy with it as it is now. Yeah, so I've just noticed that. So most of the teams that I've looked at had like at least one of the premium strikers, be it your Werners, your Vardy's, Jimenez, uh, and then one or two budget picks in your Mitrovic and your maybe you can nah, maybe not DCL, but like Wilson, Wood, and you've gone with like three budget strikers. Mm-hmm. I think that's it's the first team I've seen this year. Uh, like very heavy in midfield and I think all heavy hitters um, at least like the price structure as well you know you've got you've got you've just made a million and a half I think on no was a half no a half million on on, on Aubameyang to um, to KDB 1.4 because of the price rise oh yeah that's what it was okay yeah um, interesting interesting I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna watch you over the season and see how that pans out well put this way I'll see my three strikers they've all scored in the first, first two weeks. That's true, yeah. In between them, it's that's two. That's four goals between them. So, I suppose it'll need to be a fixture stuff, but they've all scored, so they've all returned so far. I, haven't, I, was, I was on the wrong player at the wrong time, obviously. That's my fault for picking the wrong player, but they have all returned at the right time, so get to wait and see how, how it pans out. Yeah. Right, so next point is, we've already discussed it, changes. Going forward, right? What they said? I've done my Obama Yang to KDB. You've done the same, haven't you? I have done the same, and I have done an additional transfer as well. Um, I have taken uh, Saint Maximum out already because I think I seen he's due uh, a price drop, and I've brought in Podence from Wolves because he should have had a goal yesterday. Uh, he got an assist yesterday. He just he just looked really good, and that was just a straight swap, like five point five million defend, uh, midfielder for a five point five million midfielder. So I'm already on a minus four hit there this week. I mean, uh, that's, that's a character trait of you. You like a aggressive transfer tactic. I noticed that. I copied you to my detriment last week, but I'm not copying you this week. I'm just doing one at a time. <laughs> So I'm going to go through the results quickly, right? And if any stands out, you can let me know when we talk about it. Everton 5, West Brom 2? Um, Everton 5, West Brom. Well, obviously, hat-trick from Calvert-Lewin. Uh, I've had my only player involved there was Hamas. Um See, I think he would be taking more more of the set pieces, but Lucas Dean, he's, he's, he's took a few corners there. Um, Still, like uh, Rodriguez's assist came from corner as well. Um, happy I, I, I did the transfer there. Cavaloon for me is one to watch, but for me, not one this week. Um, I have to pull up, pull up the fixtures here. Just hold on one second, two seconds. One as well, fixtures. They're away to Crystal Palace next. All right, so they're away to Crystal Palace. They're home at Brighton, Palace is Palace. pretty good. I, I mean, Palace. They looked really good against Man United, but I don't know if that's... I mean, obviously credit to Crystal Palace, but I don't know if maybe Man United just weren't just ready for the season. To, yeah, yeah, just like to start the season, you know, they've been sitting out there the, the first game week. So I think that could have played a big factor. And I mean, Everton are on it. So I'm going to say 3-1 to Everton. 
What about your West? Any West Brom assets? No, <laughs> none. None. No. Um, Pereira, I think, looked good for them in midfield, but I think he's like six million. So I'm gonna wait until I'm going on to him. And yeah, West West. West Brom are going down. Any? Let's be honest, they're going to go down. See me, Everton, Calvert Lewis. See me, the team's built up this year. I think he's going to get a lot of chances because he's they've seen him. The midfield to front, oh sorry, midfield mid to front is like going to really suit his game. I think they've a lot of chances in the box for him. When Ricarlison playing kind of kind of off him or number ten or deep and returning other in the position wise, I think it's going to really suit him. I think he might be a right good player this year, goal wise. He doesn't really get involved in a lot of play. He seems just to hang about in the right position. He seems to be like he's an old old school striker. I see him sometimes. He just kind of yeah, drops that's, it. That's, that's why I think you're going to see more assists from Richardson and then get get more goals out of uh, Calvaloon because that's definitely where Ancelotti sees him playing forever. Right, next two. Leeds 4, Fulham 3, and Man U 1, Crystal Palace 3. Anything for their games stand out to you? I mean, Man U, like I said, they, they didn't look at the races. Huh? Um, oh, that terrible. So I'm glad I, I wait. See, I, I was I was debating a swap maybe from Vardy to Martial, but I held off there. I'm glad about that. Um, Leeds and Fulham. I mean, Leeds can't be scoring three or four goals every week, and Fulham need to stop shipping goals. Huh? I mean, um, Mitrovic is gonna get goals for them. Like if if someone gonna is scoring goals for them, then it's gonna be Mitrovic. He's on penalties as we've seen as well. Um, I've not seen too much uh, from from Leeds. I like Klitsch, I think it's how Klitsch, how you say it? Yeah, he's a price rider already this week as well. He's up price rise again. Right, yeah. He he was the other pick for me to like, um, between Podence and Click was uh, what I was thinking for, for uh, some maximum. Bamford, he scored another goal as well. But I don't know yet if he's the real deal. I'm going to wait. I would I would say give it three for weeks and see how Leeds settle because I think they had a couple of good game weeks. Obviously, the first game back to Liverpool, they were all guns blazing. Second fixture suits them. Let's see week three, four, five and see where they really sit. And if they're still sitting on scoring goals for fun, then, then it's to maybe go on their assets. But it stands now, just wait and see. And you said Man United again. I think they were caught cold. Crystal Palace and their Hodgson just very organised, know what they're doing, and they actually kind of skilled them. Maybe I'll wait Man United up for next week, maybe and see. Arsenal 2, West Ham 1. Yeah, I've had Aubameyang captain this week. Only got an assist. Probably should <laughs> see that coming. I don't I don't at all like captain and Arsenal players. I don't... Um, I think I captained Aubameyang last week for, for a double game week. He's done nothing. Yeah, so I'm glad I've, I've already done my transfer there. KDB is in and... Just don't have to worry about Arsenal anymore, to be honest. Uh, I pretty much agree with you. Arsenal are a horrible fantasy football team. I hate, I hate having players. I think they go back and forth. So, Frampton 2, Spurs 5, the Sun and Kane show. Well, Sun, basically, because they, they ran riot. Oof. So, like I said, I work in a bar, and we have a fantasy league for the bar as well. And some like someone came in particular just because he had Sun and Kane in his fantasy team. So, <laughs> so, so he would Tell us about it. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Son wasn't a lot of my drafts before the season started. Um, 
but I went with Havertz in the end. And to be honest, I think having watched Spurs in game week one, I would have probably transferred Son to Hamas this week. So I think you yeah, just one of them. The other five hundred thousand people have done it this week, exact same. The biggest transfer this week was Son over, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Newcastle now Brighton free. I mean that surprised me. Um because I was looking at Lewis, the uh, defender for Newcastle. I think he's gone off injured. Um <laughs> but but yeah, if you if you'd asked me before the game, I would have said Newcastle win this one. But Brighton very organized. Uh Mopai there, two goals and and an assist. And I like I like the defender. Uh, who's it? Lamptey? I like the defender I for like Brighton. Is that a young yeah. Young guy, he's like he's the winger. He was, he was, uh, he was kind of and he was belting for. He was, he was, he's really good. He's on my watch list, but I think he will have injured again. He's, uh, he's injured out as well, so and maybe want to wait for oh, the game. Uh, Chelsea, Real, Liverpool too. The Manny show. Well, so I don't know if this is known yet, but I'm a Liverpool fan as well. So um, I was very happy with that. I nearly captain Salah, and. Just seeing Timo Werner doing nothing was great. Um, like I said, wait on Chelsea assets. They're, they're going to be cheaper in a couple of weeks' time. Probably going to... Well, they should be bringing, him in, uh, bringing in a new goalkeeper, if I'm honest. Um, I hope so. Well, they hope so, you think, anyway. Definitely, definitely. And then Liverpool, I mean... Two goals from Mane, is it? Yeah? Yep. Yeah, two goals from Mane... Thiago came on there off the bench at halftime. I didn't see that coming uh, because usually you have to wait not as long as um, Celtic fans have to wait for the new signings, but you have to wait until you see a new players play. <laughs> so, you learn it. But yeah, Mane Osala for me, start of the season, it was like the only thing between them was who's on penalties, and that's Salah. So, yeah, one of them, you know. Uh, Leicester 4, Burnley 2. That was the last Saturday night. That was a BBC Live game. Oh, yeah. That, that was the late game. Huh? Um, four goals from Leicester. Vardy not involved. That's disappointing. Um, no Leicester, clean sheets from there. Leicester sorry. surprised me this year. So sorry. I thought Leicester were going to be in three fall after the, in the last season, but they've started really well. And much as that disgusts me, because I also now hate Brendan Rodgers, but... To fair play, they've, re- they've rebooted and they've stacked up pretty well. And a couple of signings. Is it Castagne and... Castagne, yeah, he's on my yeah, watch list. He looks, yeah. he looks really good. And the, the Turkish lad they signed yesterday or the day before, who's well Under, rated yeah. for assist. He's meant to be an assist machine, so it's... The fixers help them, obviously. There's good fixers, but I like to see how they go going forward. There's one, they're all on my watch list, a couple of players. But not Vardy. If you say Sorry. they brought someone in, he's a he's a specialist in laying up goals. Then I'm gonna keep Jamie Vardy. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm no, I I think Vardy's doing it a lot. Sometimes you pick up the right time, he goes on a goal spree, then you take him out, and he doesn't score for weeks. It's just it I had a last season, and he didn't score for weeks. And I think I, I took him out, and then that week or the week after is where he scored a hat trick. I was like, oh no, but should have like. It's, that's how these things are. Eh? You take someone yeah, out. Yeah, that's just well, I, had, I had him at the start yeah. of the season last year, I think. And I think in my early money league, in the first 10 weeks, Fardy scored loads of goals. And when everybody got on him, eventually I sold him. That's what, just, this is how you things go your way sometimes. I get many yeah. points off him, then I sold him, and I went somewhere else, and they got him in, and then they didn't, he didn't score. The same with Ings. I got on Ings at the right time, the right price. When Ings had to score his first game week, 
and I think what I think he scored eight or eight, nine weeks. I was ready on him, then the price also is raised all the time. But by that point, I'd rather gather the points, and that's what happens. Yeah. And last night's games, the Monday's games, Villa won, Sheffield did nil, and Wolves won, Man City three. Going thoughts on the two games? Right. So I have the Sheffield United goalkeeper Ramsdale. Again, not a clean sheet. Hi. We talked about that. I don't know about Villa yet. I'm going to wait a couple of weeks, see see how they're playing and how they get on. Don't really have much to say about that. And then the big one, Wolves against Man City. Yeah, we've both brought KDB in already. A goal from Raul, Raul Jimenez, of course, because that's what you're going to get from him, a goal. Uh, assist there from Podence. I brought him in as well. And then Gabriel Jesus, five minutes after... Like 95th minute, he scored a goal as well. See, I don't know, don't know about Jesus, uh, uh, Jesus. I mean, um, I think Aguero he's still out for for a while longer. But I went on Jesus last week, uh, last season, and just didn't really work out, and that's why I don't fancy him. And same with like Phil Foden. Do you, if you're gonna have him, then be you have to be patient with him. You have to be patient with Foden. You have to be patient with the team that's keeping him. There. You get the terms. Yeah. But you have to sit and go, right, I'm not going to move him. I'm not going to touch him and leave him, and that's it. And, like, he'll he'll be annoying because you look at him and he's like, yeah, Danny, like, another week he didn't play or he only gets, like, I don't know, five minutes or whatever. But, like you say, you have to be patient with him and then it works out. I don't know if I'm the right manager to be what's your What's your thoughts on maybe a Foden-Saka double-up? One's first sub. I mean, then you have one... And once in on no chance, hopefully one plays one doesn't play and you double them back and forth for the price there and for the team to play for. I think that is a good shout. It remains to be seen. Like if Saka gets regular starts at some point and then Foden as well. I'm, I can see him coming on for like 15 minutes a game or whatever. And then you won't get your Saka returns off the bench, you know, and that's, that's just going to be yep. annoying. I know. I just threw it there. I seen it online. I seen it on Twitter, and I was like, "That ah, sounds alright." Until you go, "Yeah." Then the both of the bench are one point each. Then you're you're crying your pillow at night. Yeah. Before we move on, I actually forgot to cover our league. I'll fly back to this. This is my. I've got a running list here, and I've actually skipped a bit out. So sorry. I'll go back to this. The FPL league first place. Picnic George, eighty six points. That's Daniel Armit. Is he an FFS fan? Daniel Armit. I'm sure I recognise that name. Anyway, one seven points total. In second place with SS11, 84 points. It's Andrew Swan of his podcast, 150 all in. Third place, Mig's Guessing Game, Hugh Wardrobe, 84 points, one for nine points all in. And by see Hugh Wardrobe, he's a friend of the caravan. He doesn't have a clue what he's doing. He just picked a random team. And that's the point. <laughs> of the I text him on his lap. That's a great score. I just picked random players. There you go. Not bad. You know, if he keeps that up over the season, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it all. We'll see. And a shout out for 14th place for the second highest game points of the week was Jeff Kasky. Show me the money. 86 points return. The one to six points. So I think I read that it was the highest, was that the highest goal scoring league in week in FPL? Goal oh, scoring. I think it was. I think it's why it's a lot of high scores returned. And I mean, our average 59, I was below, I was 53, but you were 65, so you were well above it, so you've done okay. But I'm not, I'm not, as we really discussed tactics and transfers and that, I'm, I'm not too panicked yet. It's only game week two, but 
I watch with my wild cards. I'm, I'm, I'm slightly ahead of the wild cards. What you say, my hands hovering over the wild card. Maybe a week, another week before it, and then I'm going right and need to change this up. See, for me, if I compare this to last season, I'm totally happy with my team. I've I've seen a lot of people wildcarding, uh, even uh, in our like work mini league or whatever. Like, especially like the players who usually are doing well. You, uh, there, there was a few wildcards played already, um, but I'm pretty happy with my team. I've got two decent. Like, I had a, I had a good game week last week, and then a decent game week this week, and I don't see anything like major that stands out that like needs fixing two transfers are made yeah and i'm I'm gonna try and hold on to my wild card as long as possible because usually i'm someone who game with three and i'm not happy i'm just gonna when, play my when, wild when's card, it yeah. off is it a i think it's 16 weeks for the right. to use the first wild card right okay and just two seconds to try something price Right, two more comments then before, before we kind of wrap it up. Next week, cat, who's your captain the next week? Who's your captain options? Who are you going to go for? So I usually, so I, when, when the game week kicks off, I usually go onto my team and set up my team for the next week just to like, I don't know, if I forget, I'm going to forget. exact same as me. I do it, then leave it and revisit for the week. I do it straight away first, then leave it before, yeah. before the thoughts get in your head. Just do it. That's what I would pick. If you see any games, that's a team I would pick and I'll leave it. And i go back to exactly. it. So there you go. So at the minute now, I have my captain on Salah and vice-captain De Bruyne. Uh, okay. They're both at home, Liverpool to Arsenal and uh, City to Leicester. Yeah, I'm going to switch that around uh, over the week, but I might be going for Salah because there's a lot of people who don't have him yet, you know, and if you captain him, I think a lot of people Convention. are going to have... You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people are going to have De Bruyne now coming, like, because a lot of people had Obama Young and it's a downgrade to KDB. So I'm still going to get the points, even if I don't captain him. And then if Salah could get something, yeah, that's my thinking behind it. Oh, I'm KDB with Salah vice captain now, but again, I'll flip flop all week probably and then Friday night I'll lock it and leave it. And Gareth Bale's been announced 9.5 million midfielder. Thoughts on Gareth Bale? Will you get him in at any point? Or is he playing a I case mean, of being I mean, midfielder? Until you've just mentioned Gareth Bale, I I didn't even consider putting him in my fantasy team. I mean, Son is what at the minute is he eight point nine million or is he is he gone back up to nine Son's million? Nine, so? Son's nine and Bale's nine point five. There you go. I mean, I would be going Son. I don't know how much. Football they're going to get out of Gareth Bale. Bale's so. not going to play anytime soon. He's 25% chance of playing. So talk maybe after next international break. But I'm talking about in long term, if he's back in the team, is he an option for you? Or are you going, nah, I'm staying with this? I mean, if he's back in the team, in, in, the, in the Spurs team, he, he could become a fantasy asset there. But... Don't like picking Spurs players either. I might have to if like Son, if Son if Son keeps this up. But all of my drafts before the season had Darty in, and I know I think he got an assist or whatever. But I then found the one million somewhere to like go to Robertson for for like seven million, and mm-hmm. yeah, I'm much happier with that. I don't until I mean 
it's it's bold making these like like long term like statements or whatever. But as long as Mourinho is the Spurs manager, I can't see me picking very many Spurs players. That's for price because Kane for me is too expensive and Son, yeah, maybe. But you see what happened game week one, so yeah, I don't know. Well, I say if if Bale was a defender, a left back. And I'm probably with the most chance of doing it, but he's playing midfield, and I'm like, nah, I don't know. Nine point five. We need going on. We need going a crazy spree and like a streak and look fantastic. And I, like you say, I just don't see it happening under under Mourinho right now. I just don't see it. He's like one down shot up shop type character normally, and I'm like, ah, it's just no for me. Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean. Also, all the Chelsea boys, like all the Chelsea midfielders, all of them are cheaper. They're around the eight, eight and a half million. Then you have your Rodriguez, seven and a half million, and then nine and a half million for Gareth Bale. I don't see it. Right, Gunnar, that is us finished for the week. I say the week. Nice, the Peter. Week. So, what we do is, do you want to plug your podcast for this before you head out? I'm oh, definitely. Sure so, you listen to our podcast, listen to both podcasts. I'm sure that's the way it is. But oh, you go plug away. I hope that's the way it is. So, yeah, as you've mentioned, uh, me and my friend John, we have our own podcast. It's uh, Fantasy Fitbar Weekly. The, it's on Twitter. It's Fitbar Week at Fitbar Weekly Pod. Um, once so far, we, we we've done a pod once a week, uh, talking about the Scottish fantasy football. Because he's not really into FPL, we'll we'll mostly keep in uh, to that chat about the Scottish league as well, and. Um, yeah, if if you listen to this and you're not listening to our podcast, um, get on board. Yep, I totally recommend it. Last every week, good banner. I do. I especially like listening to John's kind of mini meltdowns every week when he seems to have missed the missed the boat. Just players, I like that. I do like that. <laughs> I know you're a Celtic fan as well, but just wait until until Celtic sell Eluard. Like I I know I've tweeted it somewhere, but like is he a big, when is he a big fan is he? I think he's he doesn't have big hopes for ten in a row if Edward leaves. At least not at the minute, you know. So he's like, he's the one we need to keep hold of. I'm like, no, okay, here we go. I'm gonna stick a microphone in front of you if they don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, for John's main state, I hope Edward stays in because I don't like to see that name. Again, you can listen to one podcast where at Fantasy Half. You can get us on Twitter, Spotify, all other places. You get us. I recommend Gunnar's podcast. It's fantastic. And you're welcome back anytime, my friend. That was a good, enjoyed this. Thanks, Ad. Great fun. That was very good. Very good. I'll definitely be back. Right, okay. See you later. Bye bye. That's
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 